I think we can all agree that learning is more fun when you do it with friends, right? So if one of your summer goals is to learn more about the science of reading and how to incorporate it into your classroom, then let me invite you to join our free summer book study. During the month of June, we are gonna be hosting a free book study for teachers just like you, where we are gonna work our way through the book, Shifting the Balance, Six Ways to Bring the Science of Reading into Your Upper Elementary Classroom. And we'd love to have you join us. We're gonna read one chapter a week and inside our book study Facebook group, you're gonna get to participate in things like our weekly Facebook Live, discussion posts, you're gonna get some really awesome freebies and the chance to win some stellar prizes. All of this is going to help you align your instruction with the science of reading next year. It's gonna be fun. And even if you don't think you'll have time to read every single chapter, still consider joining. You're gonna get a lot out of the group even if you don't have time to read the entire text. So I hope to see you this summer where we can all learn alongside each other. You can sign up at stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. That's all one word, stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. And I'll see you inside our group. You're listening to episode number 68 of the Stellar Teacher Podcast. Teaching literacy is tough, but with the right tools, you can be not only good, but great. Amazing. I'm talking off the charts impactful. Hey, I'm Sarah Marie, a literacy specialist with over a decade of experience working as a classroom teacher and school administrator. Tune in each week to this podcast to hear no fluff lesson ideas and strategies that will help you feel confident in your abilities to truly grow your students as readers. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. Happy Monday and welcome back. I hope your week is off to just an amazing start. As always, I love starting my week with you. And I hope you can say the same. Now, today I want to talk about Greek and Latin roots. And I want to share some really simple ideas on how you can make root words more of a focus in your classroom. And maybe you're thinking, okay, this is not what I need to hear. There are other issues, bigger problems I need to solve. Help me with something else. Here's the thing. I think we need to give more time and attention to Greek and Latin roots in our classrooms than we do because they are so important. Now, I read an article once that said the vast majority of the English language is derived from Greek and Latin roots. I think they say somewhere up to like 60% or maybe it's even over 60% of our language comes from the Greek and Latin language. And I feel like that statistic alone should be compelling reason enough to incorporate more practice with Greek and Latin root words in our literacy block. But I think beyond sort of just like the statistics and what research says, if you listened to my episode last week, then you remember I talked all about, you know, basically the seven different attributes of a successful reader and the things that we need to consider and pay attention to when a student is struggling with reading. And Greek and Latin roots are highly connected to two of those attributes, and those are accuracy and background knowledge. Now, in upper elementary, obviously, you are going to have some students who are going to struggle with decoding text on the very basic level. But even if your students come to you and they are all able to decode and read, you know, grade level texts appropriately, you still need to provide them with instruction on Greek and Latin roots because the more complex texts they're going to read, 
the more frequently they will see Greek and Latin roots. And if they do not know how to break apart those words, if they don't know how to decode them, if they don't know what you know word parts to look for, it could cause a breakdown and an issue with their accuracy. Because like I said, Greek and Latin roots, they are word parts of so many of the words in the English language. So our students need to know what those word parts are, how to break them apart, how to look for them, and how to read them automatically. So Greek and Latin roots are going to help your students be more accurate readers, but also they are going to help and support students with background knowledge. Again, you know, Greek and Latin root words, they have meaning. And if students can know the meaning of these root words when they see them in an unknown word or, you know, just as they're reading, if they see a root word, they're like, oh, yeah, I know the meaning of that root. Like, that's going to help me figure out what this word is about, what the sentence is about, what this whole paragraph is about. And so having a solid understanding in the meaning of root words is going to help your students with background knowledge as well. So they're kind of important to our students when it comes to reading. So we definitely want to give them a little bit more love and attention in our classrooms. Now. I've got four tips that I'm going to share with you on how you can easily just make them more of a focus in your classroom. But before I do that, I want to real quick just explain what a root word is just to make sure that we're on the same page and that you have the same understanding that I have. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because when I was teaching vocabulary, you know, and this is all through my teaching career, I think when I started teaching second grade, we talked about base words. And then when I moved up into upper elementary, we talked about root words. But what I what I did, my mistake that I made is I used the word base word and root word interchangeably. And I would often refer to base words as root words, root words as base words. I sometimes would say they're the exact same thing. I labeled them incorrectly on my anchor charts. And it wasn't until I was in my master's program that I learned the difference between the two. And, you know, I think it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, there's so much to learn and know in education. We can't possibly know all of it when we first begin. So if you are just discovering this for the first time, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, I think I was about seven years into my teaching career before I discovered the two of them. So a base word is a word that can stand alone by itself and have meaning. You can add prefixes and suffixes to it, but a base word is not dependent upon other word parts to be complete. So for example, happy is a base word. Happy can stand on its own. You can use happy and when you know somebody reads it, they know what it means, it makes sense, it is a complete word. Now you can add prefixes and suffixes to it. And of course, the addition of those prefixes and suffixes is going to modify the meaning of the word. Unhappy, happiness, both of those words still have the base happy in it. But with the addition of the prefixes and suffixes, the meaning of each of those words is going to be slightly different. Now, a root word is not a standalone word. It cannot stand on its own. And a root word is dependent upon the addition of other word parts or, you know, other prefixes, suffixes, or other root words in order for it to become a complete word. For example, the root word odd. A-U-D, that root word, we call it a root word, but by itself, it is not a complete word. It cannot stand on its own. You cannot use the word odd in a sentence. You have to add something else to it. So with the addition of either other root words or word parts or prefixes or suffixes, you can turn the root word odd into a complete word. Audio, audience, auditory, all of these words contain the root word odd, and all of them are connected to the root which is to hear or to listen. 
But like I said, the root words, they're dependent upon the addition of other word parts in order for them to be complete. So in case you were like me and you didn't quite know the difference between a root word and a base word, now you do. And now we can be all on the same page as I go forward and talk about root words. So let's go ahead and jump in and talk about some really simple ideas that you can use for teaching Greek and Latin roots or even things that you can do just to keep root words a little bit more top of mind for you and your students. Okay, so the first thing that I would encourage you to do is start a root word of the week vocabulary routine. And I think one of the things that is important to do is to give root words kind of focus and attention all year long. And this is a mistake that I made when I first moved up to fourth grade. We didn't teach root words until second semester. And when we did teach root words, we treated them kind of like every other reading skill or unit we focused on. I think we had root words as like one of our main objectives for like two weeks. During those two weeks, we would introduce maybe like five root words a day. You know, kids would do some really cute projects. We had root word like superhero activities that they did. They did some really cute like interactive notebook things. You know, we quizzed them on the meanings of them. And then we moved on. And then we did our next objectives. But the reason why I don't think that is the best approach is to teach them kind of all at once and in the second semester of the year is because root words are something that students are going to see in reading throughout the entire year, which means we really need to be consistently talking about them with our students throughout the whole year. Now, obviously, if you are listening to this podcast episode when it lives, we are in the second semester. And if you haven't started teaching root words yet, that is totally fine. You know, you can get started with a root word of the week routine now. You can then carry it out through the rest of the school year and still teach your students a ton of roots. You know, and then next year, plan on introducing root words closer to the beginning of the year. That's not necessarily something that we need to teach in our first like month of the school year, but I definitely think we need to at least introduce the idea of root words during the first semester to give our students enough time to understand all of the roots and the word parts and just to become more familiar with them. So a root word of the week routine is really exactly what it sounds like. And if you've been listening to the podcast episode for a long time, then you might remember last fall, I think during August sometime, I did an episode about a context clue of the week routine. And this one is very similar, but we're focusing on specific root words. So you're going to pick one root word and you're going to focus on that root word for the entire week. And so an example might be your root of the week could be the root phone, P-H-O-N. And so throughout the week, what you basically want to do is have your students do very short, quick little activities that connect back to this root. And so the activities themselves, like the daily routine is not going to take them that long, but every day they are doing something to interact with the root word. And every day they're doing something to have a conversation about Greek and Latin root words. So, you know, it's not that we're spending a ton of time on it, but it's the frequency. And every day we're talking about root words and, you know, every week they're going through the same routine. So their automaticity is just building. So on Monday, your students might read either a short paragraph or even just a few sentences that include words with the root in them. So they would, you know, read words that have the root phone in them. Maybe they would read a paragraph about music and they would have the words symphony, saxophone, microphone, and in each of the words, the root word phone would be bolded. And after they have read either the paragraph or the sentences, they would use their knowledge of context clues and what they might already know about that specific word, and they would make a prediction 
about what they think the root word phone means. And that's it for Monday. And then on Tuesday, we come back to the same root. Your students would then define the root. So they would look up, you know, the definition. They would either use like a dictionary or an online source to determine the meaning of the word. They would confirm if their prediction was correct or incorrect. And then they can even look up the origin to figure out if it is a Greek root or a Latin root. And then again, and think like that little bit right there would literally take like three minutes for kids to do. So then on Wednesday, students would use the definition that they came up with and maybe even the words that were included in the example on Monday. And they would develop a symbol or an icon or an image or something that is going to help them remember the meaning of the root. So with the example of phone, it means sound. And so your students might draw like an ear or they might draw a speaker with like the sound waves coming out of it, whatever would connect to them. And the goal is that by drawing this symbol and connecting it to the word, it's going to help them remember that phone means sound. You know, and if they encounter the root phone in the future, hopefully they're going to remember that symbol and remember that phone means sound. So then on Thursday, students are going to go on a word hunt and they are going to look for other examples of words with phone in it. And they can make a long list of words. You could do this, you know, whole group and partners, you know, groups, students could each try to find three and compare. There's all sorts of ways that you can do this depending on how much time you want to take it. But they might come up with a list that has like microphone, phonics, homophone, megaphone, phonograph, telephone. The list could go on. And one of the things that I like to have students do as they're making this word list is to try to break apart the words into different word parts to see can they figure out, you know, the different parts that have meanings. Can they identify the suffixes, the prefixes, you know, other roots? And this also helps them see how different roots or word parts can be connected together to inform the meaning of the word. So, for example, telephone can be broken up into tele plus phone. And so, you know, if students have previously studied the root tele, they might know that this root means distance. And if they're now studying the root word phone, they would know that it means sound. And so then we see that this word has distance plus sound. And so this would help them, you know, maybe make the connection that a telephone is a device that helps us transmit sound and communicate across distances. And I think this can just be fun for students to start to see how words are broken up, how word parts have meaning, you know, and when we start to just help them like find the different parts, they're going to start noticing and seeing other words with word parts. And it's like, oh my gosh, look, I saw this word has phone in it, or this one has telly, and I know this, you know, isn't this interesting? So it just helps give them tools to understand the meaning of words. And then on Friday, you can have students pick two to three words from the list and then try to use them in a sentence. And really the goal is for students to try to use those sentences to show that they understand the meaning of the root. Encourage them to use a word that they've never seen before or heard before, but because they understand what the root is and they know the meaning of that word, they can use it correctly. And I think this is just a a way to help empower students to you know, use like bigger words or words that have not always been a part of their vocabulary. So it's just sort of like an application day. And this is just one example of what a root word of the week routine could look like. If you like the specific layout that I kind of just described and the format of it, we do have this routine included in the Stellar Teacher Reading Membership and also in our TPT store. And so I'm going to link to both in the show notes. But you could easily create your own routine and you could also adjust the daily activities to either include other word study elements or if you don't want it to be a five-day routine or if you want to condense everything into a single day, however you want to break it up. 
You can modify it however it works for you. But I think the important thing is that with a routine like this, students are getting a chance to explore and break apart words and figure out the meaning of roots every single week, which means every week you're having a conversation about root words. So again, it's just sort of like this awareness. We're bringing it top of mind and talking about it, and it just becomes a regular part of our instruction. So definitely consider starting a root word of the week routine in your classroom. Okay, my second tip is super simple. You'll be able to do this today if you wanted to. And that is to give students a root word reference sheet for them to use during their independent reading, independent writing, any form of independent practice, even with math, science, and social studies, because root words pop up everywhere. And the ultimate goal of us focusing on and teaching Greek and Latin root words is to help students really have confidence in their ability to understand root words when they are reading. And so even if you haven't taught your students all of the root words, you know, and if you're doing a root word of the week routine, students might not necessarily remember every single root that you're teaching them. You know, they might see a word and remember studying or learning about that root a few weeks ago, but they might not be 100% confident that they remember the meaning. Or if you haven't taught it yet, they might say, you know what, like that might be a root, but we haven't learned it yet. And so I don't quite know what it is. But if you give them a reference sheet and a reference sheet can simply have, you know, root words listed on it, it can have, again, kind of like the same things that we do in the routine, but all condensed to one page. It can have the roots, they can have the definition, it can have a symbol, and it can have examples of words with that root in it. And really, once students get the basic idea that word parts, like Greek and Latin root words, have meaning, and if they know the meaning of those word parts, they can use them to figure out and understand new words. And students can use a reference sheet during their independent practice to help them when it comes to using context clues to figure out the meanings of their new or unfamiliar words that might contain a Greek or Latin root. And I am such a fan of giving students reference materials for pretty much anything because I really think that it helps students become more independent in solving their own problems. And obviously, we can't solve every problem that a student encounters or give them a reference material for everything because, you know, they'd be carrying around like giant stacks of paper. But really, you know, we can give them reference materials that we think are going to be really intentional and helpful for them. And so when a student sees a word that has a root in it that they can't remember, Rather than just being like, oh, here's a word with the root odd in it. I don't remember what it is. I'm just going to skip it or move on and keep reading. If they have like a reference sheet that's easily accessible as part of like their reading folder or in their reading journal, they can quickly pull it out, look at it, confirm the meaning, which is going to help them, you know, understand the word, which will help them understand the sentence, understand the paragraph, hopefully a little bit better. And I think also just like empower them that when they encounter something that is unknown or unfamiliar in their reading they have the tools necessary to be independent problem solvers. So I like giving students reference materials and then teaching them how to use them independently. And you're in luck because I do have a free root word reference sheet that I would love to share with you and your students. I will include that in the show notes as well. And like I said, this is something super simple that you can just give to your students today. Now, I wouldn't just like give them the reference sheet. I would definitely like explain it to them. If you haven't introduced Greek or Latin root words at all yet this year, you probably want to do like an introduction lesson on that before you give them the sheet. But I definitely think that this is like one of those things. I was always so impressed and amazed at how frequently my students would use the different reference sheets that I gave them. So I think, again, that's just like a super simple way to make root words a little bit more top of mind for students. Another thing that you can do is to create a Greek and Latin root word wall display 
in your classroom for students to reference. And I really love using word walls in upper elementary classroom, but not for the purpose of spelling. I think more so for the purpose of vocabulary and meaning. And I think creating a root word wall display in your classroom that includes common Greek and Latin roots can be a really great way for your students to consistently see those roots. You know, I mentioned this before, but students are going to get bored in our classrooms. They are going to daydream. Their minds are going to wander, which means we really want to be intentional about what we put up on the walls of our classroom. So that way, when they aren't paying attention to the lesson that is currently happening, at least they could be looking at something that will hopefully help them in general. And I think a word wall is one of those things that you could easily put up on your wall. And then, of course, we want to teach students how to use that actual word wall to improve their reading or their writing. And even if you give students their individual reference sheets, having that word wall in your classroom, again, is a great way just to remind students it's an easy visual for you to refer to during either, you know, whole group lessons or small group lessons. And again, it just sort of like is an easy way for the entire classroom community to constantly focus on root words throughout the entire year. So for each root word, if you're like, yes, this sounds great, I want to put a word wall with root words on it, what you could do is, you know, for each word wall card, you could have the actual root, you could have the meaning of that root, you could also then include a picture or symbol to help students remember the meaning, and then you could even include a couple lists of keywords if you wanted to. And you could either pre-make a set of word wall cards or buy a set We have one in the membership or TPT we'll link to. But one of the things that I love doing is letting students create their own word wall cards. We did this a lot in my classroom. Just I think anytime students can create something to contribute to the classroom environment, it helps them have ownership. And so you could easily have students create the word wall cards. They write the root, they draw the picture, they, you know, write the definition, all of that stuff. So You could create and add a word wall card every time you introduce a new root as part of your root of the week routine, or you could even just make this like a completely student run element. And every time students see a root word in their independent reading, they could create a root word to add to the wall. Or if they see a word, they could add it to the root that is already on the wall. So it could become like an interactive element as well. But I even think just having the root words on constant display in your classroom can be just a really easy way to give them just like a little more attention and focus throughout the year. And then my fourth tip is to encourage you to play review games that include Greek and Latin root words that you've already taught. And, you know, I think this is a great way for like spiral review. And then, of course, games are always a great way just to make learning more fun, to make them more interactive. I think anytime we're teaching a new skill, if we can reinforce it or review it with a game, it just makes it more fun for students. And there's a ton of different games that you could do. You could do like a bingo game with Greek and Latin root words. You could do a find someone who, if you've never done find someone who, it's like a movement routine, but you could easily create, and you could even have students create this, but they basically create almost like a bingo board where it's like find someone who could tell you the meaning of the root telly. Find someone who could draw a symbol for the root spec. Find someone who could use the word audio in a sentence and tell you what the root odd means. So basically, you're just giving them this list of like find someone else in the class and then they have to, you know, move around the class and interact in such a way to where they're finding other students who can talk about the root words, describe the root words, draw pictures of the root words, all of that type of thing. You could also do like a memory or matching game where you could create three sets of cards Or if you get the word wall cards that we have in TPT or in the membership, you could cut them apart because they include all of these elements. But 
One set of the cards would have just the root on them. One set of the cards would have the definitions and one set would have the picture clue. And you would pass these out to your students. And basically students would do like a mix and mingle around the room to try to find their other two matches for their card. So if one student has the word phone on their card, they are looking for the students who have the definition card with it with sound on it. And then they're looking for the student with a picture card that has the ear on it. And basically they're trying to form their group of three. So the group is complete with the root word, the definition and the image. So that's like a super easy game that you could play as well. And like I said, playing games are just like a really fun way to spiral review. And so if you end up doing like a root word of the week routine, you know, your students might have forgotten the root words that they learned last fall or last month. And if once a month or every like five weeks you incorporate some games, it's just going to help them remember the meaning of the words that you've previously taught. So as you can see, hopefully these ideas are, you know, something that they all sound pretty simple to you, something that you can like easily start in your classroom. They don't take a ton of time, but they will help you give just like a little bit more focus to Greek and Latin roots. And I think that's like the big thing. You know, there's so many things that happen in our literacy block that demand our attention and our students practice. And we have to like figure out as teachers, you know, which ones are the most important, which ones do we need to prioritize? And sometimes everything seems like a priority. But as you can see with a lot of these ideas, you can easily implement these ideas, make it the priority, but still have time for all of those other things that you have to teach as well. So like I mentioned throughout the episode, we do have resources for quite a few of these ideas that I mentioned in the podcast, both inside the Stellar Teacher Reading Membership and on TPT. And so we're going to link to those in the show notes. So if any of these ideas sound like something you want help implementing, definitely check those out as well as grabbing the freebie for the reference sheet. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. I will see you back here next Monday, and I hope you guys have a stellar week. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Stellar Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are finding value in this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would follow along and leave a five-star positive review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. And don't forget to join me over on Instagram at The Stellar Teacher Company. You can always find the links and resources from this episode in the show notes at StellarTeacher.com. I'll see you back here next week.